Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast. I'm your host, Rab himself, and today my guest is Preston Lacey from Jackass. Hope you enjoy. Uh, Westchester, and uh, uh, we were bar playing pool, and uh, PJ and Dunn were playing pool over there, and I just texted PJ, I texted him, duck. And he starts going, <laughs> and he was like, you motherfucker, don't do that. <laughs> he goes, I didn't know what was going to happen. Especially like when you're filming it, you know, it's it, like you're on high alert, you know, even just the regular thing. I remember I like after, you know, years after I came out and I was uh, getting into the production side of things and. I went into the Dick House office and I like forgot for a second, but then it was like immediately like, like PJ came up, ball like balls covered, <laughs> Tremaine came up, balls covered. I was like, oh shit, yeah, you know, like, and then you just <laughs> forgot you just walked into a war zone, you know. <laughs> so. We were filming in Florida and they were just were doing. Cossack might have been taking them still photos and they just put up a what do you call it, you know like a cloth backdrop there and we were all touching it and feeling it and checking it out yeah, and, stuff. Yeah. and they're like it's cloth There's, and we're like what's on the other side of this damn cloth? Yeah, like, I don't trust a fucking take soul. Take it. <laughs> No, that's hilarious, man. I know, and, it, and it's it's such a good camaraderie with everybody too, and just and, and so funny. And I I think what's what's rad about it though is the group, like you can get away with with fucking with each other. Where if you did that to just like a random or someone who might even be a close friend but just isn't in that mindset will get very annoyed quickly if you know if something oh, was happening yeah. you know like people can't take it but it's it's cool how that the group you know camaraderie of all of it can kind of well, there also used to be people we could trust inside of the cast and now that's all out the freaking window yeah yeah yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you don't trust anybody yeah you had you your know? safe guy then then not anymore <laughs> they found out who your safe person was and then yeah. <laughs> infiltrated that <laughs> they like told wee man to quit signaling he's pulling on his ear and stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh man we were crazy. filming uh what is it phil switcheroo at two we filmed it at two in the morning you know, in the middle of the night there in westchester and steve of course, was up. He had the hotel room next to mine, and he heard me walk out of the room. And he comes out of there, 2 in the morning, completely naked, rock-hard boner. And he's like, Preston Lacey, where the hell are you going? And I said, well, I got to go film. He goes, we're filming. Let's go. And I said, no, we got to go film this thing with Bam's parents. He goes, I'm in. Let's do it. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, why do you have a boner? And he goes, ah, I was just watching some porn in my room. <laughs> and, like, and Jeff was like, go back to bed, steve Go back to bed. Okay, let me know how it goes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, uh, we know you're ready to go. <laughs> and then, you know, we went and snuck into Bam's parents' house, you know, at night. And I was like, this got to be a double cross. You know, what's going to happen? Am I going to get shot tonight? Yeah. So there's going to be, still going to have one of those, what do you call it, uh, rock salt shotguns or something? To shoot. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it like, felt so, like, scary going into someone's home, you know, yeah. in the middle of the night like that. It's like, ooh. Like, I don't know, you're I don't getting know. set up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how criminals could do it. I'm too much of a wuss. That, that is that. a sketchy thing, you yeah. know, because, yeah, just that thought process of, like, what if they do just think you're this intruder and, yeah. like, and then bad shit happens, yeah, exactly. you, know? you know? Yeah, that's gnarly. I, you know, I didn't really think about it from that perspective because, you know, you're like, hey, you're just we, going in there, but. I wrote that idea and. We couldn't tell Bam because we knew he'd shoot it before we even got there because it was oh, so yeah, good with yeah. somebody else, you know? Yeah. So I told him the night we got there, and he was like, damn, P, that is a good idea. That is a really good idea. And he stopped, and I could see he was thinking. He goes, 
you're going to have to stick your hand down my mom's panties. Oh, and I'm like, Jesus. no freaking way. Uh-uh. He goes, we're making a movie. Aren't you trying to make a good movie? And I'm like, I am not sticking my hands down your mother's underpants. And I, no other friend has ever asked me that or told me that oh, ever. Oh, my God. That's so, hilarious. Jeez. So good. <laughs> Dude, I love I love we're making a movie. It's like, well, you were already crossing the line with getting in bed with her. He had to just stampede that line and make it make it some perverted. It's so fun just watching his brain work. You know? Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. We're making a movie. It better be good. Yeah. We yeah, don't half-ass this. Yeah. Man, that's that's hilarious. So, uh, well, thanks for coming on the, the podcast here, man. No, no, I feel like we should talk about um, feces, though, because everybody else does that. <laughs> Keeping with the theme of the bathroom break, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you have some feces stories? Nah, not really. I guess I have a little one. Uh, when I was doing speech and debate in high school, uh, you do it in like during. <laughs> this is awesome you, already. You do it like during school hours, you know? Yeah. And so I went to Kansas City, the big city where I'm from, and went into the bathroom. I had a suit on, you know, because I was doing speech and debate, and went to the bathroom, and it was just a row of toilets with no stalls, no anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like in the army or something, just yeah. a row of stalls. So my stomach was hurting, I was nervous, so I sat down there to do a number two, and all of a sudden the bell rang, and that bathroom <laughs> filled with teenagers. <laughs> and they're and they making fun of me, calling me nerd and dork and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was pooping, and they kept looking at me, and I had to wipe in front of them. That was the oh. worst part. You don't think wait, about wait, the wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay, I'm trying to get this visual. So there's no stalls. No, there's it's no, just a row just of toilets. toilets. Yeah, it's row of toilets, like in the army. And I didn't think anybody was going to be in there or something. They're pooping. And all of a sudden, I mean, there's been 30, 40 kids in there. You know, oh, and just my smart God. That's and, awesome. Oh, my God. And you're trying to wipe in front oh, of them. Oh, that was the worst part was doing the wipe. It's just, you just have to take it. Oh, my God. I mean, because you can't, like, I guess my mindset would be like, maybe I'll try and wait them out. Like, see, you know, like sit there. But then you're embarrassed because you're just sitting there, your dick. Like, you know, because so that's a good question. What do you do with your dick when you're sitting there? Like some people tuck it in so it's not on the seat. Then some people put it on the seat. Then, you know, it depends yeah. on the bowl shape. If right. It's right. It, if it, I like it inside, like I prefer an elongated bowl. Yeah. But if it's not, sometimes I have to just flop them right there on the top. Which yeah. Yeah. In a public <laughs> situation, just gross. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, I know it because they don't even have the lip on the front. It's like it's like that part that doesn't have the seat. And it's always a lot of pubes and piss right on that part. And so, it's so gross. There's certain um, handicapped toilets that have a gap there. And if you don't pay attention oh, to what yeah, you're yeah. doing, you pee right out on the floor. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I hate those. Jeez. You sit there and all of a sudden, what's, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I went to and uh, I was we were on the road in, in uh, at a casino in Pennsylvania, and uh, I went into the bathroom and to use the urinal, and there was a handicap stall right next to me, and I could see there was somebody in there, and all of a sudden pee started kind of splashing on me and stuff, and I was like, oh man, it's some poor old man in there with a colostomy bag or something, you know? Yeah. And then the piss just started covering me, and I heard done. He just pissed. Oh on my you. god! I was like, I thought you were a handicap man. I felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Yeah, <laughs> so he's I, just in there giggling, dude. I, I always love that bit that he did when, when like you know how like little kids would just take their pants all the way down when they're going to piss, <laughs> and he, he did that. I remember the first time in this bar, Duffers in Westchester. Two like big dudes at the urinal, and only the middle one was open, you know. And usually you don't want to go in the middle, but he just goes right in the middle, pulls his pants all the way down to the ground, 
ass balls everything hanging out and he starts peeing and they're all like the dudes are like what the fuck you know like <laughs> it was like you know it's like this grown little kid you know <laughs> but i always That's thought that bit funny. was hilarious yeah i went to that place before when we were up there yeah like a golf type theme, right? Yeah, that's what they try to make. But there's no golf course anywhere near it. <laughs> Just an excuse to drink, really. But uh, is that where you're from? Are you from Westchester? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We all grew up uh, right in the same little area, and then that's how I like the CKY stuff because because Bam and Dunn and me and Jess and Rake and Brandon all right in that little area. We all went to the same uh, schools. Like People always ask me about CKY, and I'm like, I just don't know. You know, I don't yeah, know yeah. the history of it. I don't know yeah. the future of it or anything. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, you got to tell us. And I'm like, yeah. I just don't know. It has such a cult following. Yeah, know? it's crazy. I mean, I don't think there's any uh, future of it. But, um, but yeah, it's like... Um, you know, people do ask, like, oh, would you do another one? And it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it'd be really hard to do that without Ryan. Yeah. You know, um, but... Yeah, it started out, um, you know, with like I always say, it's crazy kind of how it started, but it but it was uh, Phil Bam's dad had like an old VHS camera and was taping Bam for skateboarding, you know, for like his sponsor me tapes kind of thing. And because that camera is around, Bam grabbed it and was like, "Yo, let's make a skit," and we'd make these stupid little skits. And over the years, it just kept adding up. And before you knew it, he had so much footage. And then, like, of just crazy, like, you know, Brandon DiCamillo doing uh, prank calls and and, uh, freestyle raps and then little, like, bits and then jumping off of a building and all that randomness. (laughs) And uh, and then that's what, like, the the first one, Bam kind of edited together because uh, Landspeed, his his sponsor for, uh, for skateboarding stuff, was looking to put together a skate video and he was like well i have all this random footage and i have my skate part too like we should try to make it all work together so that's kind of how it all went but it was just random amazing yeah random filming from all over the years like there's stuff in there where i was like 11 years old and and i shaved my head bald on the top (laughs) and then went up to the uh like went up to like the denny's you know because i was like oh i wanted to get a senior citizen discount so i shaved the head bald and put phil's clothes on and went and did it and it was like just stupid shit when you're a little kid you know but just little bits like that and all those little things i remember the um the antiquing thing that had that like Brandon came Who up with edited that. that stuff. Uh, bam, bam. It yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got into editing, and uh, I think he he did some maybe did some editing with Rob Erickson or something. Like uh, like he the first one. I think he he got some help from him. Um, I just wouldn't and, think and he Todd's would have the them. patience to editing. I just I hate it. You know, I can't sit there and watch that stuff over and over and over. Yeah, I just I, can't picture him doing it. But, yeah, but well, he did. I yeah, mean, he the did. product's there. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I think it's like that thing with like ADHD where you 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 can get hyper focused, but if they're telling you to pay attention to something you're not into. You can't, yeah. but but if you're like into it, you get hyper focused, and he'll do that. He would just all night long. Um, I, I talked about it a little bit on the last one, like that uh, with that Kiki thing that we did with the cat. Him and I just <laughs> sat. He, I sat there on the couch while he edited it all night, but he just kept adding. We kept like obsessing on it and doing it, and it ended up being something people knew me for. But we the whole time we thought this is not that. <laughs> funny like I don't know people are gonna think this is funny and then they ended up loving it but yeah he would sit and edit and and I think that sporadic style of edit really was like almost kind of groundbreaking in a way because it was before YouTube and and now like the the mindset is like 
hurry up and get to it. Like it has to happen really fast or we don't want to watch it. Yeah. You know? And it's sort of like CKY stuff sort of did that. It was like that real fast, crazy, this yeah, is happening. You gotta go right into it. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of fun, but I don't, I don't think anything will ever happen like that again. Um, just in terms of Rise gone and, and then uh, you know, Brandon is has a family and isn't isn't so he's married and stuff. Yeah, he married, has a couple kids and you know, people always ask questions I just say the truth. I say he's one of the funniest people I've ever met, but yeah. we don't we don't see him, you know. Yeah. That's the truth. I wish yeah. he did. He's funny it's Dude he is. And, funny and I still see him all the time. I still stay in touch and uh and when you see, he's, I mean, he's like funnier than ever now, I think, because there's just a freedom again of like not being in the, you know, in the public eye sort of thing. And, yeah. and so there's a freedom again. And you'll go over and he's like, hey, Rab, come check this out. And he'll like have filmed this little skit. <laughs> and you're like, what, what are you going to do with that? He's like, nothing. <laughs> and he just like, he like keeps it and collects it all. And, and well, uh, it's like, yeah, it's funny stuff. You, movies and music you see the persistent people more than the talented people. Absolutely. The best musicians are in Michigan and Mississippi and you'll never see them, you know? Right. And the best actors are in North Carolina or wherever and doing theater and stuff, you'll never, you know? Right. You see the yucks like me that come out of Hollywood, <laughs> you know? And that's, that's just persistence, you know? You just gotta keep trying and, and don't take no for an answer. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. I, I think that, I mean, there's definitely some serious if truth to If you can't the, take rejection, stay the hell out of this town. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. It is not for you. I know, man, because I, I got it. Like, I, you know, I, I did all this, the, the CKY stuff, did a little bit of Jackass and then and then Viva La Bam and that. And, uh, you know, as I would do it, afterwards, I started, I was pitching shows and stuff and got close, got into development with two different ones and they didn't go. And then, uh, you know, you're feeling that rejection from it and then trying to do some auditions and you're getting rejected and and I was like man I don't know if I could handle like all this rejection so I so I started going into the production side of things and got into the camera department and all that I'm like yeah you know and I'm like as I go I'm like there's still a lot of rejection even in that it's just less you know yeah. like like you'll book it more than than you would if you're doing you know in front of the camera stuff and that's what i found was it was really hard to make a living and to continue going oh, yeah. um being in front of the camera so it was like go behind the camera and even that from time to time is hard the freelance life of like oh yeah you got the gig and they're like oh they, i don't know they want to go with someone else and then you know and you're like oh what what was that like can you and you get in your head like what was the deal there? And then it's like, oh, it's just solely because they knew the other person and they wanted them there, you know? And, but you think the whole time, like, oh, it must've been, you know, and I remember doing a few auditions and stuff when I lived out here years back and, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like I must, I thought I did pretty good or whatever it was. And, and you're like, no, they just wanted a completely different person, <laughs> you know, or they had a friend in mind that was going to do the part anyway. And then they just wanted to test it out see if, you know. I had an audition for PlayStation Portable. I think it's PSP, like a little yeah. handheld thing. Yeah. And went in there to audition, and they said, everybody come in, we'll explain to you. And we go in there, and you know, there's like 12 or 20 of us, or I don't even know how many people. And they're like, okay, they really want to do a jackass theme on this. They're looking for jackass type guys. And the dudes in there are just elbowing me and stuff. They're yeah. like, it's unbelievable. And I didn't get the part. I freaking <laughs> ended up playing a jackass guy. It was like, what in the world? Oh, that's so good. I how... was so bummed. I was like, I got this for sure. You but know? it show, just yeah. shows you how far up their oh, asses yeah. their heads are stuck because it's yeah. like the dude from Jackass is right there. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're really looking for a jackass team. Okay, cool. Well, 
that's me. <laughs> and then, and then who is, they just ended up going with somebody yeah, else for it. Yeah. yeah, that's just crazy, man. It, it's funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard, it's a really hard business, I think, to keep, keep pushing along and, and, and doing that. But, but you seem to be doing it. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing a lot of stand up these days and touring yeah, 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 a it's not for a lot of money, but I can just work endlessly doing stand-up, you yeah. know? Especially in New York, Long Island, New Jersey. You know, there's so many comedy clubs and stuff. I could just go there and work just endlessly, you know, and stay on the road, though. But it sucks being on the road. Yeah, it does get old, for sure. I mean, I, I think about, like, I would see you on the road. We'd be on, like, a show together in Cancun or wherever yeah. it was or, like, you know, those kind of places, like the spring break things, and I'd see you, and we'd be on the road together and then go into a couple shows. And, man, yeah, it does. It gets taxing, though, oh, you yeah. know, to be on the road that long. They don't do it anymore, but when the, first, when the series first came out, they used to do what they call grad break down in Mexico, which is where the first week or two of June, high school seniors when they graduate would go down there. Oh, yeah, And we yeah. would go do shows down there and it was just, you know, 40,000 18-year-olds, which means 20,000 18-year-old girls, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dunn and I would go and pick out girls that look, there were so many girls, we'd go pick out girls that look like our buddies' girlfriends and get pictures with them to send to our buddies. I'd like, that looks like my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Target-rich environment. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. That's when I saw Dunn in his underpants and he was wearing Tommy Hilfiger underpants and I really took me down a notch on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. What is he doing? Where yeah, yeah, probably because he got him at TJ like Maxx. Red, white, and blue ones, you know? I was like, done? What? Done? <laughs> <laughs> so cool, but not anymore. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's, it's cool because I'm thinking, you know, with stand-up, you got your start really as a writer, though, right? I mean, like, that was kind of how you got started in yeah, everything. Yeah, um, PJ asked me, PJ told me about the show. Mm-hmm. And asked me to write him ideas, and I told him this is a horrible idea for a show. It's too violent. I said, you should do a talk show, you know? He's charming as hell. Yeah. I said, it'd be great. You should do a talk show, you know, like a Letterman or Leno type thing. Yeah. He, said, he said, well, let's try this, and if it doesn't work, we'll try something else, you know? Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I wrote him ideas, and he said, well, you got to do all of these. And I said, what do you mean do all of these? I said, five seconds ago, I was a writer. What do you mean? Yeah. He goes, yeah. no, no, you got to do these. You got to do these for sure. Yeah. But, man, we didn't, you know, we didn't know if this series was going to go anywhere. You know, I thought maybe it'll get on MTV for a couple of episodes, you know, and maybe just maybe I can get a candy bar commercial or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's anything, you know. Yeah. Had no idea it was going to take off like that. Yeah. So, okay. So that was the start of it. Like, did you have any, like, aspirations to want to be in the business at all? Or, or? Oh, yeah. You know, I moved out here uh, from Missouri to, for be, that. Yeah, yeah. To, be, to be an actor, you know, more. I wanted to do more, like, you know, sitcom type stuff. Yeah. Cheers, you know, Taxi were my favorites. Well, because I think when I first met you was right when the show, when Jackass, the show, like the first season, because I had done some bits on, on the first season of that. Um, and I think I met you maybe at a premiere for it or whatever it was. And I I always was confused because I felt like you were on the Andy Dick show or something right in the beginning, right? Or did you write for them or you did no, some No, I stuff? was just, their office was next to our office. I said, okay. Next to the jackass offices. Yeah. And so I saw Andy Dick and I'm like, put me on your darn show. And he's like, you got it. Yeah, and he put you yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember seeing you on that and I was like, wait. I was, he- at that point, I was like, Hollywood is easy. Like, <laughs> yeah. what in the world? I mean, they're handing out shows left and right. What am I going to do next? You know, jeez. <laughs> get just- me Michael Ovitz on the phone. Let's get this <laughs> shit going, man. No, I thought I had it all worked out then. Yeah, well, it's funny because it kind of, I felt the same way, sort of, because I had no real aspirations of it. I was more like, 
Oh, I just like filming stuff with my friends. And then the CKY stuff started going in skateboard shops and people were digging it. And then it was like, Jeff called up Bam and was like, hey, let's kind of put the team together and make this thing and do this pilot. And then it took off and then everybody loved it. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, you know, yeah, it was that feeling of. I didn't meet Bam until the series was out and yeah. top. I met him in Florida yeah. and the series was on TV. You know? Yeah. I was like, oh, good to meet you finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because I met, I think I met you shortly after that with it. It was out here though in LA. And and like I said, I, I was confused because I thought you were a cast member of the Andy Dick show, but then you're like, you know, but you were involved with this too, writing all, I thought it was like, oh, he, like maybe he's writing for Andy Dick and he's writing for Jackass and he's in Jackass and he's in Andy Dick. I don't know. So I was confused right in the beginning of it, but it was like, you know, it was cool to see. And then, then obviously, you, you know, took over and took a huge part of, you know, of well, what Jackass, Jackass is. You just, no one, yeah. you got to write your own bits because yeah. there's people aren't going to write it for you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. They're going to write for Steve-O and Bam, you know, they're just, people aren't going to. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. So you just got to write yourself bits. You yeah. Is, is there any bits that you wrote that you were like, I don't want to do it. Give it oh, to someone. Oh, tons. Tons. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean like, but you originally wrote it. For, I know you've yeah. written tons for the, the show, but. Big one was um, King Kong. You didn't I wrote it for Pontius because he always was in a gorilla suit. He's plays, he's our gorilla. Yeah. Always has been. And we yeah. get to it and on set and they're like, paint Preston up. I'm like, oh. well, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'm King Kong. That's Pontius's bit. Like, nope. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, man. Because the one of the bits with uh, Ryan that I that I came up with was jumping into that poop plant across yeah. the street. And I, because uh, I was known as the poop guy, you know, I had gotten thrown out of school for shitting on the lockers when I was a little kid. And uh, I was known as that dude. So I said to Bam, I was like, oh, dude, you should swim in the poop thing, poop plant. And he was like, oh, would you do that? I was like, ew, no. <laughs> like, and then he's, and then Ryan's like, I'll do it. And I was like, damn. Like, and that was like the kind of the first, not the first, because we had done all the CKY stuff, but you really knew like, this dude's committed as hell. Like, <laughs> like anything that no, like end with the toy car, you know, it's yeah. like the stuff that people didn't want to do. He's right on it. I'll do it. You're like, damn, no they fear. Did a promo bit for, um, Jackass world where they had, uh, one of the guys poop on a, I believe it was a globe. You yeah. Know they said? And Dave England was so hurt. He's like, but I'm the shit guy. Yeah. yeah he was just so absolutely, <laughs> oh, but, uh, his heart was broken. He was like, they had somebody else poop. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me that I did that funnel thing. I don't know if you remember that, yep. where I pooped in the funnel with Steve-O with fart mask thing. Yeah. Dave told me that it was okay because it was such a good bit that he's, he was yeah. okay with me pooping on camera like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. said, I don't like it. So I you said, got I hate it. Yeah. I said, you can have this gig, man. Yeah, he's just like comfortable pooping in, in front that. of me of people he sits there and smiles while he does it horrible that's hilarious. everybody looks at your poop <laughs> knoxville is like oh man that's a beautiful poop tapered on both ends <laughs> tapered on both ends matt hoffman goes your poop smells like whiskey <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's nasty i always forget he was there and never like people will show pictures or posts or whatever that and he's always more saying like i can't believe you're hoffman? proud yeah. yeah i like i can't believe you're proud that you're in that room <laughs> yeah. it was great <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's amazing hey what's up it's rab from the bathroom break podcast I want to let you guys know about my nonprofit organization called Hope for Today. It's hope the number four today.org. We're also on Instagram at hope the number four today underscore nonprofit. 
We've got an awesome project going on right now. We're raising money for a school in Ronsemble, Haiti. Check us out on Instagram or check us out on our website and maybe make a donation or just spread the word about our project for building a school in Ronsemble, Haiti. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I remember, so you kind of went off, like after, after, after the Jackass stuff, obviously it was the huge hit and all that, but you started to kind of go in to doing some movies and stuff. And I remember seeing Lucky Cucumber because you, you gave me a copy of it when we were on the road. And, uh, and like, you, you wrote and did you direct that or did you um, I co-wrote it, but I yeah. got a, um, another movie that, that paid good money a, a Christmas movie I shot in Canada at the same time yeah. so I actually wasn't able to be on any of the shoots for Lucky oh, yeah. Cucumber I filmed mine by myself or just a few of us you know yeah. uh, when I got back from Canada yeah. so I didn't have anything to do, do with that movie really oh yeah yeah and if you watch the movie you can tell it started off pretty strong and then it just turns into a camcorder thing the rest of the way like, <laughs> yeah, yeah no I did watch and, uh, and it had like the dude Sherman or whatever from yeah. the uh, American Pie stuff and uh, no, it's cool. So, so then you kind of had an interest though in going in that direction. You said you did another. Yeah, no, we were. We had a couple of movies there, um, TV, the movie, and Lucky Cucumber. But then in 2008, when the economy, the stock market collapsed, yeah, the, uh, all that independent movie money went away. Just yeah, you couldn't get a dime. You know, where that before I was on the Lucky Cucumber, the <laughs> budget was uh, five hundred thousand dollars for that movie, which is funny for Hollywood. And on the very back page of this script, I taped five hundred thousand dollar bar candy bars to the back of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. that guy said he was eating those candy bars when he said, "I'm going to give these guys the money," <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure was a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so what what are the plans now? Like, what are you uh, what are you getting into? Are you you you're doing some voice acting stuff, or uh, just just doing just doing stand up? You know, yeah, uh, a, a bit parts in movies every now and then. I did a, a small part in a Polly Shore movie. Oh hell here yeah! Called Guest House. I filmed a few months ago. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. It, it, it looked really funny. It was you know Polly Shore is this guy who lives in these people's guest house and he's just a full blown derelict. Yeah. But you know he's a um, a method actor too, and he was in character. The and 24 hours 7 when I was on that set yeah. and it's just like I didn't know how he got away with it because like you know he's in the lunch line and he's like grabbing girls butts and stuff and I was like dude you're playing with fire yeah especially state nowadays of, state of California man no way <laughs> and he's like daddy likes what daddy sees oh man he's funny funny dude yeah he is, he is hilarious and and uh, yeah it's crazy because I mean he, he in his day like the weasel and all that stuff he was the dude like it was him grabbing the butts all the girls were grabbing his ass like like i remember that back in you know on mtv back then paulie sure was like the biggest thing on the planet but exactly um he's smart because when he does that method it keeps people from interacting with him as the weasel and stuff oh yeah so they don't do it they're like they tell you when you get there he's in character please refer to him as randy all day yeah. Don't refer to him as Polly or anything else. And he's, he's smart to do that because that way he doesn't have to sit there and field, you know, all those MTV questions and stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it must get tough, I think, because that kind of eclipses a lot. But um, so are you buds with him? Is that like how you got into the. Uh, no, no. Uh, how how uh, did you get involved with it? Uh, the, uh, the director, uh, Sam Macaroni, directed that movie. He's the same director from uh, Lucky Cucumber and TV the movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so he's been going on directing yeah, a bunch of... Yeah, that's it. He had a... Uh, he pre presented the YouTube awards for best YouTube video and stuff. Like, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing well. Okay. Really well. He Right now, he has a, 
a contract for um, virtual reality television. Yeah. Yeah, he's a camera with like 30 <laughs> like screens all over, not screens, but um, lenses yeah. all over, you know, all yeah, the way yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's doing the yeah. VR stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Nice. And uh, so... So what are your like what are your plans in terms of the like the stand up are you are you going to are you hoping to kind of build up to do like a special thing or is it more just I don't know if it's yeah. just, you know it's it's been so long I don't think anybody wants to see me do a special with, shit you know, I do jackass <laughs> you know a bunch of jackass stories and stuff Yeah so is that kind and of that's, it's really what it is what you, you know do? it's mixing some fat jokes and stuff too Yeah but, yeah yeah <laughs> but it's mainly just you know that's just cuz we don't live normal lives at all you right. know Right yeah so I just talk about the you know sex with farm animals and stuff <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did you did you went on a tour with with the rest of the guys like uh, Pontius and them? At one yeah, point? yeah. Uh, we went. We did two tours in Australia and oh, then one yeah. in Canada. Yeah, which is all were great. And, yeah. And we, how was that? You have some stories from. Oh that. man, I think we did twenty seven <laughs> cities in Australia. Oh shit. Yeah. No, yeah, we yeah. we've seen more of Australia than most Australians will ever get to. You know. Yeah. Which in Australia and Canada are basically the same place. <laughs> Everybody's nice. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty yeah, the same yeah, thing, yeah. You know? One's hot. One's cold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about any any uh, what what is what is uh, England's drunk guy? Is it Darth or something? Darth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Darth, yeah. He was told not to show up on that trip and he never did he never showed up uh -uh. oh good good <laughs> oh he didn't know he did uh australia didn't is what i'm referring to but he did darf did come to canada <laughs> and him and aaron got into it oh yeah yeah I don't, did you hear about that uh, yeah he's like, like he, he sort of told the story and kind of walked away from it yeah they uh we were, you know, in the merchandise line selling merchandise and stuff. And Dave got all darfed up and he started writing on Aaron's <laughs> face. And then when Aaron would try to sign something, Dave would hit his elbow, you know, and make him mess yeah, up his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron just started punching him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Full blown. There's two guys who shouldn't be fighting and got into yeah. a fight. And security didn't know what to do. They were asking us what to do. And I didn't even realize it. And Meanwhile, there was like a dust ball of fighting. Too, yeah. There was a camera on me, too. And I'm just sitting there laughing the whole time. Like, I just sat there, hold my stomach, just. Busted up laughing at the entire thing. Yeah, it was so funny. And Dave was like, "I will fucking kill you." Oh, so we got like serious. Oh yeah, and we had to break it up. You know, I mean, oh. five minutes later they were hugging. Yeah, and yeah, kissing, yeah, yeah. And then they, yeah. Yeah, we've been bros too long, bro. <laughs> we've been bros. I love you, bro. And then, but while that was going on, somebody stole a box of Wee Man's T-shirts merchandise out of the van or truck. What do you call it? Tr truck and trailer thing, RV and trailer thing. And we were like, oh, man. And the guy, the promoter there, he's like, I'll get your shirts back. And we're like, you ain't getting those back. He goes, this is Canada. Watch. And he put a thing on Facebook pleading for someone to return. And sure as shit, someone brought back those bag of shirts. It was like, man, in <laughs> Some America. super nice person. Oh, in America, yeah. no freaking way. No way. Yeah. Gone, man. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah. way. Brought back <laughs> we man shirts. Oh, we're sorry about that. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So any any plans for uh, some tours with that stuff coming uh, up? Yeah. Um, the last one I heard bounced around was Brazil. Oh, cool. Yeah, apparently Jack Hatch still has a really big following in Brazil. Oh, whoa. Which is surprising, but... Yeah, we went down there uh, one time on Viva La Bam um, with, we did a, like a, maybe an episode or two down there. Uh, Bob Burnquist, the skateboarder, basically brought us down and showed us all around uh, Rio and and Sao Paulo and, and uh, it was pretty incredible to be able to see it from, from, from him because, you know, he grew up there and uh just to take us around but it's pretty gnarly there like you know in the favelas and these, yeah. these other areas it's like it's pretty crazy kind of country where you know i mean you know rich and then poor and it's so it's sort of like 
in some of those areas. That's like it's, India. We just stayed in big groups the whole time, you know? Yeah. Never even, never less than like 20 people together. Yeah. My, my wife is, uh, her dad's from Bombay in India. And so we went over for a trip too. And that was cool because we do have like cousins and all that stuff there. So we get to, you know, kind of get the first class treatment of know exactly where to go, where not to go, this and they, and yeah, everybody speaks the language. So it was, they kind of show us all through there. But yeah, that's a, that's I a crazy country. Left pretty much everything I could in India over there, you know, just to, get, to give the people, you know, and yeah. uh, I forgot something in my room and I went back and those housekeeper guys were, were dividing up the stuff that I left there for them. And <laughs> they had a can of raviolis and they were looking at it and holding each other. And it was, I could just tell they're having a discussion. Over what, what the fuck was in that can? With that Italian <laughs> chef on there trying to figure out. I laughed so hard. And I wondered, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't speak their language or anything, I did, but I always wondered what happened with that. They took it home and yeah, yeah, had, had, like, the, oh. had the missus open that up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there better be like mutton in there, not beef. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no pictures of cows or anything on the outside. Oh, dude, right. it was so funny too, though, because when I was there, like, you know, we were there for a month, and so you're eating Indian food for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and this. And I'm thinking to myself, like, when, when you're in America, you, you're, you're very lucky and blessed with the array of any type of food that you want to have. I mean, you can have Italian tonight, Thai tomorrow, Chinese the next day, and then, you know, and Indian on the next day. But there, it was like Indian food, and they were like, you want to get some Chinese food? And then when they did, it was just, <laughs> Indian Chinese yeah. food like it wasn't it wasn't actual Chinese food so I went to the McDonald's like just like sneaking away trying to get I was like I need to get something to just like get rid of like you know not have Indian food for one meal and I go in there and then I look up and it's like oh yeah I forgot there's no burgers or anything it's like <laughs> mutton burgers and whatever I got chicken nuggets which ended up being incredible they're like the best chicken nuggets I've ever had in my life over there but you got a little chicken nugget right there on your mm -hmm. lap. <laughs> Somebody say food. Man, that dog loves you. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, so any any crazy stuff over there while you're in India? Uh, yes and no. Uh, that was when we were, uh, Aaron did the bed of nails. Oh, yeah. And they didn't know what they were doing. Like the secret to a bed of nails trick is to have the nails really close together. Oh, and yeah. And there's room for <laughs> space between everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So so then did he get, like, he got poked with it or, yeah, bad or whatever? Yeah, some punctures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the whole secret. Man, there's got to be some uh, some crazy some crazy stories from just all the travels and stuff. I mean, you, you, you've got to feel lucky for having, I, I, I feel that way, for having been able to travel the world because of just doing stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. I really enjoyed showing my grandma my passport with all yeah. those different countries and stuff on there, you know? And, like, the one in Japan, the, the visa said entertainer, you know? Yeah. And she was like, you know, your grandfather occupied Japan, you know, in 1945. Oh, yeah. And there you come back there, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. Gross-out comic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what a triumphant return. <laughs> entertainer. Well, that, that, that term is always so funny because I like sometimes like I like I'll write that for people for like you know the the episode and it's like 
it immediately sounds like like male entertainer or like stripper or like you don't know it, like that word is a funny word because when you say entertainer it's like well what are you really doing <laughs> but it's hard to kind of classify what it what jackass is it's comedy obviously but immuniz- immunizations too you know you're yeah. like been inoculated for like yangzi fever like have you been on the nile yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah i know so you, you gotta cover all the bases did you ever get like sick in a foreign country or anything or we were all sick in india yeah yeah, yeah. I, I got that too but yeah. just just because like you were saying though I ate, I ate all the indian food i could eat you know i was happy to be there and stuff, yeah you know, so i didn't hesitate to eat and drink and just have you know had yeah fun. And we yeah. filmed in bollywood that was just amazing yeah oh my gosh remember that uh dude with the world's longest fingernails was there. oh yeah yeah and yeah. we filmed with him where they poured beer down those nasty nasty dirty fingernails and steve-o drank it <laughs> It was so disgusting, and they had to give the, our producers had to give him two hundred fifty dollar, two hundred fifty thousand dollar cash deposit to give him, and then you film, and if something happens to his nails, he gets to keep the money. But if not, they give you back the money at the thing. Oh, they had to Do an onset insurance thing there. Yeah, it was so gross. They were so filthy, dirty, and they had the Bollywood dancer girls there, and they were throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> you were thrown up when he was yeah, drinking you it. Could, you could tell yeah, like, yeah. this bed is not going. Yeah, gross. Poor, poor guy's hand was all atrophied and stuff from years of that. Yeah, did he, he just never? Because I feel yeah. like if I didn't cut my nails, it would just yeah. break off. Google it and look him up, man. Just rolls yeah. along. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so he just never cut them. <laughs> that's how he makes his living. Yeah, I mean, like, I wonder how long that would take to grow them, like years and years, just forever. And years, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy because. Uh, well, it's kind of, that, that reminded me of Ray Kion because you remember Ray Kion, he, he's oh, got yeah. like that wild, crazy hair. And I would be like, Oh, like, did, did you get a haircut? And he's like, No, I never cut my hair. It just breaks off at some certain point <laughs> and it stays the same length because it, like, it's so, it's so ratty that it just ends up breaking off, but he That's never funny. has to get a haircut. But, but if you see him now, he's almost got full gray, white, crazy scientist, like mad scientist hair, and he's the scientist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like him a lot. He's always nice to me. He always was nice to me. Yeah, too. yeah, he's rad. Just don't bring mustard around him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were at um, Cat in the Phil, a British place, and I got bangers and mash, and I was <laughs> slathering that spicy mustard on my thing, and he's like, you're grossing me out, Preston. <laughs> I said, that's not an act. I said, that's not stick. And he goes, no. It was just so serious. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's the same thing with Don Vito, rest in peace, is that when we got to film with him, I was like, this isn't an act at all. No. This is, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. this is a real deal. Yes. I was like, 100%. wow. 100%. Yeah. yeah, we did that um, human popper knocker bit. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where they lined us all up. Mm-hmm. Actually, like the pendulum thing? Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Bam and I's ankles collided on that, and I still get a little pain from that. Oh, <laughs> shit. Did you yeah. break it or chip it? I don't or know. Something? Chipped yeah. it or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just one of those just happened to hit just right ankle to ankle, you know? Yeah. Like, those damn. are the craziest, I think, because yeah. those kind of injuries, like, they don't look as bad, but then you're like, for some reason, that thing is sticking around. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like when you're a kid, you laugh when the old people say, oh, this weather's got my aches and pains and it's like so true yeah a cold wet morning you're like damn yeah, old, yeah. Oh, that's a human wrecking ball there oh yeah. human bowling ball <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man yeah so how did that uh how did that human wrecking ball thing come up you wrote that for yourself oh yeah yeah but yeah. that's back when they used to give us protective suits they should be a big padded suit for that they'd never do that now <laughs> yeah. yeah now they put me in leotard yeah there's no tights. fun that's yeah, no get... fun if you're not getting hurt right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know man you would think like you know as you as you're getting older and doing it more you're like you get smarter but actually <laughs> quite the opposite the, my dumbest move on um, Jackass was when they did the um, what do you call it the invite a triangle Valentine where yeah. the boxing glove comes out of the, the, the yeah. wall and I walked by there when they were sawing the hole into the wall <laughs> and my dumb ass did not even pick up on it Yeah. and Dimitri said when I walked up there they were like he's faking he's faking and then started whispering he's not faking he's not faking <laughs> but everybody else was so good and they didn't, you know, didn't come out and get me good enough to make it you know yeah yeah to make it work but you, so you were, you were not close enough yeah I wasn't close enough but you really had no clue it's, no it's so, it's so and funny. they were like but you saw us drilling the hole I was like oh, I was just walking down the hallway you know yeah like, I didn't pay you attention you don't pay to attention to stuff like that yeah. yeah. No, I know. And that, that is what some of the funniest stuff is, is that like there's so much going on around you all the time. How could you possibly pay attention or know what the plan is to get you? You oh, know, that darn Rocky, you just feel cold water and you're like, uh oh, here it is. As soon as you Wah. feel that cold water, you know, it's coming. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> And that, yeah. little, that little fucker can punch, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man's got a good arm on him. His uh, mom said he was a really good baseball player, and I bet he was. Bam? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Jess, too. His older brother was, uh, was good. Well, it was funny because... Phil was telling the story of Bam with baseball because Phil was a really good baseball player, like really, like real good in, uh, in like high school and stuff, and um, always hitting home runs or whatever. And and so I was on one of the teams with Phil uh, as a coach, and and Bam and Jess and me, and um, and and he said one time he looks over and Bam's just like off, like staring off into something. He's like, Dude, "What are you doing? Like you're not paying attention." And he's like. Oh, I was just thinking about this trick, like this skate trick that he was trying to <laughs> land or whatever. And he was like, man, you got to just focus on skateboarding. Like, because that's what Phil <laughs> said. He's like, at that point, I knew like, he's like, he played baseball for a good long time. But he's like, but I knew like I it, we needed to just focus all on the skateboarding because that's all he was thinking about it. Yeah. He's at a baseball game, like staring off like all oh, that one handrail that I could have went down like this or like that, you know. And it, but so then he went full into skateboarding after that. But yeah, he was a decent baseball player. And, and uh, we all played together and Jess had a good arm he was a pitcher for a while and and uh yeah so it's crazy growing up you know together and doing all that think of those guys as jocks you know yeah you don't yeah 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 no I know well it's funny because um we never were you know I mean it was sort of like you know the kids that never wanted to bring the gym outfit to gym class and that stuff and you're like I just want to go do whatever but all athletic it just was like not interesting. It yeah. wasn't as interesting as skateboarding or Jess playing drums or or going out and you know trying like you know riding bikes or whatever else was just more interesting and snowboarding. Well, that's, those drummers, that's why they get in trouble with the drugs, is because they get on that speed, you know, and just drum like they never drummed before. And they're oh, like, yeah. "This is great." <laughs> well, next thing you know, you don't have any teeth. And Whoops. <laughs> Whole different ball game there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, it was, well, lucky for Jess, it was just uh, Yingling. He likes a nice, 
nice yingling <laughs> lager, <laughs> that beer from, from Pennsylvania I, or whatever. I like it too. Yeah, but, but he never got into that other hard shit. But uh, but man, yeah, hell of a drummer, and and uh, and there's he's still touring, doing a bunch of different music and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I follow him on Twitter. He's funny. Yeah, I like I like his 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 tweet. I'm just thinking, man. There's so many years of awesome stuff. I mean, there's three movies, there's a TV show, there's just like funny bits throughout all the years and you've been in some of the funniest ones for me obviously you know I'm just like I'm a fan as well as having been involved but but when you you know come out of the the uh, porta potty yeah, or when Wee Man comes out of the porta potty after you go in and those kind of bits and you wrote those like you know you wrote all that kind of stuff do you have a favorite thing well that- big one was the I guess it would be the number three closing closer where the big wall of water came, came in yeah and also it's which is relevant now because of uh, Rip Taylor was, was in it too you know and yeah. I don't know why but they had Jeff was wearing a pink bikini that day <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was just so surreal and that water came in and I think it was 400,000 gallons of water or something like that just a giant giant thing of water and just washed us all away and uh, we were all in such a good mood and the spirits were high (laughs) and everybody had their arms around each other it was really an emotional high for us but small bits (laughs) there's a bit where they a catnip bit where they put catnip on Pontius's penis yeah. had him stick it in a hole and they tried to get a cat excited and it was so disturbing and we were just sitting there watching it like is this really happening <laughs> yeah. and that's when um, they always tell us not to sing any songs because they have to buy them and stuff so I started a Beatles song so we all started singing Beatles songs in there because we knew they'd kill the bit because they oh, were not about to buy a, purchase a Beatles song yeah exactly that. <laughs> so what was going like was the cat getting crazy it just kind of got lovingly on it you know I think they thought it would <laughs> be more of a pawn it and stuff you yeah. know and playing with it yeah instead it was just like mm, oh my. hi chris and you know wee man's like this is weird yeah yeah <laughs> he's like it's feeling really erotic <laughs> yeah there's just gosh there's just so many bits so just to go back over them and think you know yeah did you, i mean obviously i always hate this dumb question that people ask me as well but like have you ever gotten real like hurt from some some of the stuff or you just just aches and yeah on um uh what's it called a human bowling ball i went down over the edge of that ramp and i landed on a concrete support structure under the water and i I broke my rib and which there's no under camera in the underwater cameras or anything you know and i had to do it again with a damn broken rib they're like just Uh, quit being you know quit being a pussy yeah do it you ain't hurt you know yeah so then they got back to la and i started hurting and I think it was, it was like, man, I might even be having a heart attack or something. You'll get this all like, inflamed yeah, there, you know? Yeah. So I told my girlfriend, I said, take me to the doctor. You know, I went in there and I said, yeah. And they gave me EKG and said, he says, you're nothing, your heart's fine. You're not having any type of thing. There. He, goes, he goes, have you been involved in any like blunt trauma lately? And the nurse goes, he's on jackass. And the doctor's like, well, what is jackass? She goes, it's this crazy show where they do stunts and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, he goes, are you here to get pills? And I said, no, I'm here to fix my freaking ribs, man. And he goes, here's the deal. He goes, Preston, I'm going to give you one Vicodin, and I want you to take it. And then if you're still in this much pain, come and see me tomorrow, and I will give you one more pill of Vicodin. 
I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, I, I didn't you know what the hell he was pills? talking about, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. He just thought I was in there trying to get some, you know, pain pill thing yeah. going on. It's so know? funny. Any of the other yeah. ones or myself or whatever would have definitely been there for the pills, but you, <laughs> not so much. Uh, not that guy. Uh, <laughs> That's no hilarious. So you're here for the pills? Yeah, no. Geez. Man, you know what's so funny about those those things? I, I always, I have a story where I... Um, I tied a rope to a bike and then uh, like and then tied it to the tree and then rode it as fast as I could until you know the the rope yanks it and then you flip over the handlebars and that reminded me when you said you broke your rib and then they're like all right do it again because it was the worst thing I I go I ride the bike flip over the thing and I ate it so hard and it looked great on footage like yeah that's the one and then Bam's like oh uh do, yeah, do, let's do one more for safety. And I always hated that, that like that that that, ex, that you know that that like uh, phrase of like do one more for safety. And, and I'm like, all right, like it looked good, whatever. So I go and I ride again. I ride full blown. I'm like, I'm gonna do it right. And I flip over the handlebars, separate my shoulder. Oh shit! And they were like both. Uh, two, there was like three cameras they were like oh the first one was better like we yeah we got it on the first one I'm like you, you fucking assholes I had to go do it again and I told you you got it on the first one because it looked good but on the second one I separate my shoulder and they didn't use that one and you're like you know like how many of them how many of those times does that happen do it again for safety and you're like but the first one was good like let's just I did that move um, on a kissing booth where they had the volleyball with the rubber bungees on it. Yeah. Hit you in the face. Oh man, it hurt like hell. <laughs> and filmed it and Steve-O stepped in front of the camera right before they did it. Oh! And they're, they're like, gotta do it again. So sorry. You know, Steve was like, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, what the hell was he doing? <laughs> like, he just wasn't paying attention. So I had to, yeah. man, I mean, it was like the biggest, strongest fist punching you in the face. Just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. Your <laughs> eyes are watering. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great. That was a big day. That was the same day that I did the human field goal. Oh, and yeah. then Bam Rockied me that day. I had three oh. concussions that day. Three concussions that day? (laughs) Jesus, dude. Yeah, three concussions. But we also got to film, though, with uh, Jared Allen, the football player and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, we played football with him. I I mean, I, like, tried to block him and stuff. It was like, this is amazing, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. It was cool. So did he hit hard? Or oh yeah, PJ hard. He hit Knoxville hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. you didn't have to take any no, of that. Uh-uh. Yeah. He told me though. He goes, "You got a piece of me." He goes, "I didn't think you would." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw. I tried. I think I said, he's so fast. You know. Yeah. Just ran like a deer. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite stuff that like? Did, did you write some bits for other guys that that you that you were like that turned out great or whatever? Um. Yeah, I've written bits for everybody, but I mean, mainly more just like Wee Man and I. You know? Yeah. And Pontius, yeah, Pontius is fun to write bits for. Yeah, what, what it sure. always involves is, is penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then for some reason they put me in a lot of Pontius's penis bits. I don't know why. <laughs> you wrote yourself like, right into it. He's got a helicopter attached to his penis. Why is it necessary for me to be standing there next to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What about uh, Terra Taxi? Terra Taxi? Yeah, um, Terra Taxi is a bit that I wrote. It's like it's the only 11 minute bit in the history of Jackass. Yeah. And I actually got it from 
Team America World Police. Yeah, yeah. If you remember that movie where yeah. they had the CIA dress that guy, decorated that guy up or dress the guy up like a terrorist, and it was just like shoe polish and yeah, yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, we should do that. That'd be a funny prank we could do to one of the guys. And it was me and Jeff and Steve O happened to be there at Jeff's house when we were. And I was pitching this idea, and and I said, no one will do that though. Everybody's everybody was no one's dumb enough to do it. And and Steve was like, Aaron will. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he totally bit into hook, line, and sinker. He rented all these like terrorist movies and was getting his accent down and everything. <laughs> getting into character, it was just amazing. Well, so and and the, and the concept was that he was going to, like what, like go through yeah. the whole bit for me. We were in a, we're gonna um, send him to the airport with a suicide vest on. Yeah, and we we're gonna have a taxi driver pull a gun on him. You know, halfway, and because you can't go to the airport with a suicide vest right. on, which is something he never questioned once, which always just amazed me that he never once said, "What the heck am I going to do when I step out of a taxi at Burbank Airport, dressed as a terrorist with a suicide vest? Yeah. They'll blow your head off. They'll <laughs> shoot you." He never once even thought about not it. Even, like, Let's go. <laughs> Did not think that through. God damn. <laughs> and they, uh, you know, they, it was all we had the police in on everything there because it was so, you know, it was yeah, a big yeah, thing. yeah, the you better have. <laughs> But then, of course, a man and a woman in a Volkswagen Jetta got between our camera truck and between that taxi. And they're like, oh, my God, there's something going on here. There's a guy in a terrorist outfit and a taxi driver has a pistol on him. And they're like, it's okay, it's okay. They're filming a, they're filming a prank. And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they drew a circle around the airport on a map. And they said, if you cross this line, you're done. Yeah, yeah, and they'll yeah, probably yeah. never ever be able to film again. You know, yeah. that serious of a thing. So we were like, no way, you know. And yeah, obviously. And that was the thing, too, is just make sure that the taxi, which was Jay Chandra's car yeah, yeah. from Super Troopers, like, make sure he doesn't accidentally drive in that zone, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So then as it all goes down, like, where did the uh, the pube? Yeah, so that's, and we were like, let's make him a beard. And so we got to do that out of, you know, pubes. So we had, the day Aaron was practicing and rehearsing, we did around and had everybody go in and do it. I mean, guys and girls and everything, they, they shaved my butt and put oh. something on there. And there was somebody, there was some crabs in there and stuff. Oh, man. You know, and then. Uh, there was what? Like, re- yeah, like, like real? Yeah. And then Hoffman. Who, who did that come from? I, I don't know. But I'm not Matt Hoffman. But listen, yeah, Hoffman, yeah. Hoffman pulls out, pulls down his pants and has the biggest, thickest 70s bush in the world. Yeah. And the Clippers bogged down. They got on Hoffman's foot. It's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it grows thick. It grows thick. And then Steve-O had, had gotten hurt on a luggage cart thing, but he's like, I want to be in, I want to be in it. So he comes limping out like an old veteran, you know, all sore and yeah, being lifted yeah, up yeah. and pulls his pants down. He's hurting and then shaving his <laughs> So, but the hair and makeup lady, uh, she took that hair and she put it in a box that you would buy Hollywood hair in, yeah. and she we call it shrink wrapped it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, hair so dryer. It legit. And yeah. I was sitting there, and the second he saw her peel that plastic off, hooked. Yeah, because he yeah. was like, "That's it's, it's gone." You mean it's wrapped in plastic? Yeah, it's legit. And it was just like <laughs> red and different colors. And <laughs> There's butthole yeah, hair. Like, wait, is that that's a little done? There's some ginger in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, because the butthole hair is the worst. Like everybody, like well, maybe not Matt Hoffman, but most people like you know trim a little bit around the dick area. But but the butthole that gets neglected, and that sick ass hair has he been started, in there for Aaron years. Started asking then who all's it was. 
was. And he just kept saying names, and every name was like, yeah, yeah, it was Preston, and we meant to. And, and, and like, Aaron, it was everybody. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no single person. It was the whole bit. <laughs> and you go back and look at that, he's just licking his lips. And just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was. That was a good Bam bit. and I are just dying during that entire thing. You just, we just couldn't believe it. You yeah, know? We like, yeah. It just happened, you know? <laughs> we must have elbowed each other eight million times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's doing his Oh, he's man. Fine. Well, yeah, doesn't he? He tries to pretend like he knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, he like, yeah. had all this on. And yeah. uh, <laughs> Jay Chandrasekhar asked Spike, you know, exactly what to do. And Spike said, take that gun and smack him in the head with it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's gnarly. <laughs> so that's one of the more crazy ones. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one was was. Big, that's cool man. to know that you sort of like you, like when you saw Team America, you kind of it, it made the wheels start turning of like dress up, you know, air or somebody like that and do that. Yeah, and yeah. Because I, I love those guys too, the Trey Parker and, and Matt Stone stuff. I was just you know they're genius and and. Uh, I had the same attorney as uh, entertainment attorney not legal uh, yeah. attorney as Matt Stone and I was waiting in there in the office to see the guy one day and Matt Stone came in to pick up a million dollar check there <laughs> from the receptionist yeah and she hands it over and she's like wow there's your million dollar check you know and he goes how would you like to have dinner with me tonight and she goes I would love that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like holy shit yeah. he just picked up a million dollars and bagged a date with this girl yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah wow yeah. holy moly <laughs> good to be a South Park guy yeah 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 it's not hard to get a date when you're picking up a million dollar check <laughs> So, uh, so do you, you know, do you, are you still writing, um, you know, stuff for, for any films or anything like that? Or may, mostly, mostly just writing stand-up Yeah, stuff? we're, well, we're always writing jackass bits, you know? Oh, you we'll, are, yeah, you'll yeah. will never, ever stop. I think the I, last time I looked on there, I had 156 ideas. Oh, nice. Yeah, and about 20. Just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, and about yeah. 20 of them are ideas I never should have ever written. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, no, just kind of force a habit. You just keep writing those yeah, well, kind of concepts. Well, you want it concepts. to be, you want it to be the best it can possibly be, so yeah. you write yourself into trouble, you know? Yeah, yeah. Things that you seem like a good idea aren't a good idea. Yeah, I know. Well, I got to imagine that that over the years, all the all the stuff you've written, like there's got to be some some hit and misses and some things that you know you thought would have been the bigger thing and it, and it never made it and then or you never even filmed it like are there stuff like that that you have yeah, that, yeah. I uh, had an idea where I wanted to um, screw a two by four to a pair of tennis shoes and put a trolling motor on it and then put on the shoes and with <laughs> yeah. a bubble wrap thing and have a human boat Oh and yeah, had yeah. Wee Man, and then we towed a, a cooler with a battery in it, and had Wee Man drive it around, and which I thought was just brilliant, you know, yeah. Wee Man driving a freaking human boat, but it just just didn't work. And we yeah. filmed also the Fatamaran with that day, that day too, <laughs> with Cossack and I were each pontoons on a boat with a flat thing, you know, with tethers together, and yeah. and a guy sailing it, you know, yeah. which was a funny concept, but it just didn't work, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that you think is going to work, and then you're just, you know, we're doing it. We're just laughing so hard. It's like, it's, it's this has got to work. It's just ridiculous. You yeah, know? yeah. It's so dumb. It's two guys being a Hobie <laughs> cat, you know? Yeah. But some of it works. Some of it just got to, you know, keep keep filming. That's all you can do. Nice. 
No, we uh, we all hope there's another Jackass movie. There's rumors about it, but I don't know. They'll they'll call the caterer before they call me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. Way, way down. Somebody's, on yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. I'm sure people will. You would, you you would know, probably would see, see a blurb about Brad Pitt being in it before they would even call me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> that guy's signing up signing up guest stars before they. <laughs> yeah, my he's phone sexy. Rings. I mean, he's you know, <laughs> everybody wants to hear about that. <laughs> I, I watched that new Quentin Tarantino movie, and dude, that dude is still on a roof like 55 years old or whatever the heck he is and he's like sexy as hell you're like god damn he's still in incredible shape you know these days you're like yeah, just not fair film. <laughs> Shaq did a punk rock music video yeah then he had us in it and we filmed with it, it was fun but he bullied me um, Shaq did? Shaq bullies me. He called me Prestina, and he said <laughs> I'm a sissy, and he kept pinching my nipples with his giant, giant man hands. Oh, man. I was like, what the hell? This giant, seven-foot-tall bully. Freaking <laughs> Shaq bullied me. I, just, I was like, what the hell? And that was the last thing he said to me was he pinched my titty, and he goes, see you later, Prestina. <laughs> like, damn. What the hell? My bully is seven-foot-four? Yeah. Like, my the, bully. What in the world? <laughs> We're each assigned one. You got the giant. God. Yeah, yeah. Crush you, just nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm so like, funny. Good, good to see you, Shaq. Yeah, that's Hi. hilarious. <laughs> he would just say random stuff out there, and we'd do it. He just He's say, a funny dude, he'd man. He'd say, Steve O, will you put this banana in your button skateboard? And Steve was like, You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I worked with uh, with Shaq before on something, and he was he was really funny, funny dude. I, I, I mean, I kind of knew that he would be, but yeah, I was surprised at how, how funny he was. Yeah, his one of his cohorts was trying to get Steve-O to sign with his management company, not Shaq's management company, but, but that guy's management company. And he was like, Steve-O, I can get you $5,000 cash today. And Steve-O was like, well, this is a $25,000 watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know about that. It was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how, how did you meet Cossack over here? I had just, I had worked with uh Johnny Knoxville's ex-wife and kind of got to know him through that, you know, and became kind of buddies and stuff. And he was writing for Big Brother then and he asked me to come on a thing he was writing and it was writing an article on Guar, the band. Yeah. Guar and Cossack was filming that. Nice. And so we went down, I don't remember where it was, in Anaheim or something, yeah. and went down there to a go-kart track and filmed with the Guar guys. Oh, hell and yeah. And that was the first day that we ever met or hung out or anything. Nice. So that was way back in the Big Brother days. Yeah, there was a, uh, a family down there, just coincidentally, and there was a little girl driving one of those go-karts, and she started looking at one of those Guar dudes and just walled it. Just t <laughs> I remember that. Just T-boned it into a wall and just... Gasp! Like, oh, oh man! Everybody's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Ah!" Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I imagine if you see a, a guy from Guar just standing there, it would be kind of alarming <laughs> <laughs> for a little five-year-old girl. So man. you had moved out to LA to kind of get involved in yeah. stuff, and then then through uh, yeah, uh, just I just thought I'd move to California and try it. I didn't think I would do anything or get anything. But I was sure going to try it and go back to Missouri anytime, you know? Yeah. You know, and not miss anything and just got worked hard enough and got lucky enough. Yeah. You know, to, I don't want to say I've made it. I didn't make anything, but I mean, to get some work. In yeah, this, yeah, exactly. In freaking Tinseltown. You and know? then you're, you're back out in Missouri. I mean, you yeah, lived I here just for stayed, a little while, right? I lived here for 20 years. Okay. Yeah, I lived out here for 20 darn years. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, to be out now, you know? Yeah, back, back in the... Uh, 
more uh, mellow place. And, you yeah. know, uh, most places, if places that hire you will put you up in a hotel anyway. You know? Yeah, for sure. So you just don't have to pay $1,500 a month rent. Yeah. You know, whoosh, You'd be lucky is, if you could pay yeah. that. Nowadays, it's rent, way oh, more yeah, than no, that. Oh, no, that's my... my crappy studio apartment which was fifteen hundred dollars a month uh when i moved out uh they remodeled it and it goes for thirty seven hundred now yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a studio <laughs> apartment it's the size of this room yeah it's like thirty seven hundred dollars insane oh. yeah <laughs> I, just don't, you know, I don't know how people do it i like i got a girlfriend and she's got it i'm a family guy now yeah know? hell yeah that, that's amazing yeah and i was hearing a little bit about family chauffeur you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that's cool man kids around and yeah. it's a uh, living in a small town, like 10,000 people. Yeah. No, that's nice, too. I think at this point in life, you know, it's nice to kind of go to that small town little thing. Well, we're happy that you're uh, that you're out here visiting and I got to catch up with you and, and uh, bullshit a little bit. They, uh, the little town police department there asked me to do a comedy show to help them raise some money uh, for some safety equipment at the police department. And I... They don't realize how dirty my stand-up is. So I just said, no, I can't do it right now. I'm busy. And I, I gave him some money. And so yeah. now I'm like the local hero down there. It's really funny. Oh, yeah, All yeah. the cops wave and smile. Hi, Preston. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I told my girlfriend, I was like, we just bought some freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's good to buy that nah, once in a while. They're nice. But it's a small yeah. town. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's very, very little crime there. Yeah, yeah. People exactly. leave their doors open and stuff. Yeah, that's nice, too. And then it's nice when you're, when you're able to help, you know, and and uh you know put together something so it's helping other people that's that's pretty cool but like yeah i mean god forbid you know if something you know crazy would go into one of those schools or something i'd be glad that i helped you know yeah so, yeah I, mean, I don't mean to make it all dark like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I gave cops money yeah no well shit it gets crazy nowadays <laughs> Well, dude, thanks for coming out and hanging out. Thanks, Sam. I hope I gave you some information or whatever. A lot of funny stuff. (laughs) A lot of great stories over the years. And, uh, you know, fingers crossed that people obviously would love to see another one. I know there's there's a chance that that'll happen. But it's an amazing thing when people ask you at the airport and that's all everybody wants to ask you, you know? Yeah. They just, they, they, the audience is out there, you know? Like I said, it ain't my decision. It was my decision. We'd be filming right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, I'm the freaking seventh banana (laughs) on a a gross out comedy franchise so yeah, I just, yeah. you know if, if we're lucky enough to do another one thank you god let's rock and roll if not we yeah. sure had a good run you know yeah yeah cool we uh we uh, <laughs> made a little bit of money and we got a lot of pussy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's what it's all about right <laughs> and scene yeah 